What are the steps of the podcast pre-production? How can you systemize this first step of your podcasting workflow? Well, the answers to those questions are in this episode. How to get it done more efficiently and productively. We do this well in advance, so I have the titles for every single episode uh, pretty much three or four months in advance. And this allows me to plan these episodes way in advance and I can build upon these episodes so I can actually start building the building blocks of what I'm trying to convey or teach or to, uh, to give my audience. And then later on, as I'm building upon it, I can refer back to episodes so they can listen to past episodes. I'm Yanni Lunga, and you're listening to The Podcast Lab. In today's episode, we explore the first step of the five-step podcasting workflow. In the last episode, session 54, we started the conversation on podcasting workflow and systemizing your podcasting workflow. So if you're wondering why you need systems, what a system is, and what the five steps of the podcasting workflow actually are, make sure to check out the show notes page for today's episode over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 55. If you listen to that episode, you may remember the words of smooth business growth host Lindsay Phillips. How to get it done more efficiently and productively only have your podcast interviews on specific days. So I know one of my clients only has them on Tuesdays so that he can focus on other tasks during the week. And also to work ahead, instead of going from week to week, doing the interview, recording it, and then rushing the rest of the week to get all the moving pieces done, do them as much ahead as you can so that you're working at least a few weeks out. Uh, It's so much easier to get done and so much less stress. I completely agree with Lindsay. I think that not thinking ahead or long enough is probably one of the biggest mistakes independent podcasters make. And it's something that then contributes to feeling overwhelmed because You don't have episodes in the can, so you are forced to record. Perhaps you have a sore throat, so your voice doesn't sound great. So you're wondering, should I record? Should I say, sorry, guys, there is no episode and so forth. When it comes to the first step of the podcasting workflow, what we're looking at today, pre-production slash planning. I would say pre-production is the fancier of the two terms, but planning, pre-production, I'm going to use them as synonyms. When it comes to that, I think you can approach planning at two levels. The first one is on a season level or a period of time level. That can be a month, a quarter, something like that. And the second is at an actually episode-specific level. So what fall into these two levels or layers? All types of questions that have to do with your content. Things like, what topics are you going to cover? Who is going to be featured if you host an interview-based show? Where are you going to be recording in case you record on location, you record on the go? Where are you going to find sources from if you cover specific stories, you want to have references, things you want to mention on the show? 
all these things fall into the planning of a specific podcast episode or even a series of episodes. I know trying to address all of those questions can sound intimidating or even a little bit overwhelming. That's why I want to simplify things and bring back a contribution from the previous episode. One of the workflows that has worked for Nicole and I with the $100 MBA show podcast is planning everything in ahead. That's Omar Zenholm, co-founder of the $100 MBA and host of one of iTunes' top-ranking business podcasts, The $100 MBA Show. We literally have a Google Sheet doc where we write down every single episode title. And uh, we do this well in advance, so I have the titles for every single episode uh, pretty much three or four months in advance. And this allows me to plan these episodes way in advance, and I can build upon these episodes so I can actually start building the building blocks of what I'm trying to convey or teach or to, uh, to give my audience. And then later on, as I'm building upon it, I can refer back to episodes so they can listen to past episodes. That increases my downloads, my engagement, and allows people to understand that, hey, you know, there's an archive of episodes that I, I can listen to. It's not just the latest episode. So that workflow is really great because it allows me to just focus on the topic, focus on outlining the episode, and not really worry about recording. When you do it all at once, it gets really overwhelming when you have to actually outline the topic, you know, outline the actual episode, get onto the mic and record it, and then obviously the post-production with the edit. So when you break it up into segments, that workflow really allows you to get ahead of the game as well as just focus on one task and do well with that task. Okay, so that's how Omar goes about things. How do I go about everything and how would I encourage you to get started with? Here's the answer. Firstly, I follow a similar approach to Omar's. So I have a quarterly brainstorming session where I have one goal and one goal only. Fill my content calendar with topic ideas. And that's where I try to think about, okay, what am I going to cover in this episode? And I do so on a surface level. I'm just trying to get an idea of what's going to be covered. Am I going to talk about recording? Am I going to talk about editing? Am I going to talk about marketing? Am I going to talk about podcast guesting? So that's what I try to find. And then I take it one step further and I say, okay, which layer or which subcategory of podcast guesting, for example, am I going to talk about finding podcasts, preparing for interviews, doing the interviews as a guest, what to do after the interviews, All these things are things I focus on my quarterly brainstorming session. And once I found a topic for an episode, I just move on to the next one. I don't think, okay, in this episode, what are the pointers I'm going to focus? No, that's something I do later on. Typically, a brainstorming session I have is from, I would say, 45 minutes to one hour, hour and a half sometimes. And my goal is to always fill up my content calendar for the upcoming quarter. In some cases, it has happened that I haven't felt so inspired or creative or whatever, and I've come up with content for maybe a month and a half or two months. So that's the first step. You want to come up with content on a, let's say, on a macro level. Omar mentioned a spreadsheet. When it comes to resources to keep track of what you're doing, Google Sheets is an option. Asana is another one. Trello, I talked about Trello in past episodes, is something I'm a big fan of. I used in the last episode, I said I've recently started using a tool called Airtable. The reason why I would encourage you to use an online tool versus something like Excel that is only on your computer is that by using a digital tool, you're able to use it 
regardless of the device you're using. The tools I mentioned, Airtable, Trello, Asana, Google Sheets, they all have apps, which means that you can access your specific spreadsheets, board, project, whatever, from your smartphone, tablet, whenever you want. So the first step of systemizing the podcast pre-production is to add a brainstorming session in your calendar. And the frequency is up to you. You can do it every month. You can do it twice a year. That's really up to you. Personally, if it's your first time doing something like this, I would say don't try to cover too much in your brainstorming session. See how it goes. If you're only doing 20 minutes, but you manage to come up with content ideas for a few weeks worth of content, that's fantastic. So don't try to come up with content ideas for the entire year if that's your first brainstorming session. Next is the episode level approach. This is something that you want to do before you record and it's something you want to do early enough so that you have time to do specific things. Pointers. So what are you going to talk about in a specific episode? What story or stories are you going to focus on? If you're looking for a specific guest, who's going to be the person who talks about this topic? Who's going to be the guest expert or experts featured on this show? In my case, for example, with the Podcast Lab, that's key because the way I go about having guest contributions is I don't contact a person for one topic. I want to maximize their time. So I try to think about what topics, what podcasting related topics would Omar, for example, be a good fit to discuss. And then I send one email and I ask, can you cover topic one, topic two, topic three, so that they spend only a few minutes to cover those. They send me their recordings and they're done. And we don't have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I wish there were an exact wind of time that I could share with you, but there isn't because there is a series of factors that are involved. If you host a solo podcast, for example, then the timeline, if you will, only depends on your researching abilities. You don't have to think about anybody else. If you want to interview somebody, on the other hand, it's not only about your timeline, your schedule, but also about their schedule. Typically, this episode level thing is something that I do once a month. So typically, once a month, I open the Trello board and I look at the content ideas I added during the quarterly brainstorming session. And then I go episode by episode and I say, okay, I know the episode is going to talk about this. What are the pointers I'm going to cover in the episode? What are the things I'm going to share so that I can take you, my listener, from point A to point B? And I have that in front of me right now. I have a specific, they're called Trello cards for each episode or in Airtable. I've started using Airtable a few weeks ago. I look at the specific card and this allows me to really maximize my time when it's time for the second step of the podcasting workflow, the recording. When I sit down to record, I don't have to think, oh, okay, what episodes should I mention? What books are related to this episode? What past episodes I can bring up? I don't have to guess because all of those things have been written down here during this phase of the podcasting workflow, during the planning. So 
by having these pointers, these resources in place, you're going to make sure that when you sit down and it's time to record, you get rid of all the guesswork. You just focus on making a great job for the recording. Similarly to some of the things we've covered so far, also the episode preparation will vary a little bit depending on the format of your podcast, what your team looks like if you have one or not. But here are a few things that typically fall into this subcategory. Creation of bullet points or scripts, for example. I don't use scripts, I have bullet points, but I do have them because they help me understand what is coming up so I can make logical connections. And I also can always keep track of where we have been, where we are, and where we're going to go within the specific episode. But bullet points, scripts are a few things that fall into this subcategory. Reference to resources like articles, books, other podcasts, blog posts you have written also fall into this category. And this specific point, I think, is key because it's what allows you to interlink, cross-link, and mention old episodes. Granted, when you're starting out, you're going to be able to remember what you talked about in episode 2, in episode 7, in episode 14. But once you have 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 or more episodes, it's going to be impossible. That's why you want to make sure that during the preparation for the episode, you also look at all the episodes, if they are related to the topic of the one you're about to record, and add them to your Trello card or whatever resource you're using. If you have a co-host, then the coordination with him or her falls into this subcategory as well. And if you interview people, the questions, the points of discussion you're going to be sending them are part of this as well. For your podcast guests, I would encourage you to create a system that is all specific to them. Having a scheduling tool like Calendly, Acuity Scheduling, Book Like a Boss, Make sure that you avoid back and forth. And they also allow you to create a system where you simply share a link with the guest and they follow the steps. So the link of the scheduling tool gives them the option to book the time for the interview, asks for additional information like, I don't know, their Skype name, their website URL, a headshot, and all those kind of things. But you see... That step or those steps are something that you should worry about only if you have guests, because if you host a solo podcast, then those are things that you shouldn't even think about. And last but not least, calls to action and lead magnets. These are things you obviously want to have in your checklist of pointers for the episode as well. I know that the way we started approaching the systematization of podcast pre-production may not sound as linear as one may guess. That's why it's good for us to do a quick recap and look at what you can do in really practical terms to create a system for your podcast planning slash pre-production. Okay, so the first thing is you want to have a tool, and I mentioned a few, you're going to find the links to those in the show notes page over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 55. Then you want to open up your calendar and add a brainstorming session, whether it's later today, tomorrow, in a week, in a few weeks, whatever, you want to add that. And that's, again, 
is the session where you're going to focus on the macro level, the surface level. And it's simply about saying, okay, in this episode, the topic is going to be this. The topic for this second episode is going to be this and so forth. So that's the macro level. Then you want to focus on the micro level. And once again, some of the nuances will vary depending on the format of your podcast. For the macro level, what you want to focus on is you know what you're going to cover. That's the macro level. Now, what are the bullet points? What are the pointers? What are the questions if you host an interview-based podcast that you want to address in the specific episode? What are the things you can do that will help you take your listener from point A to point B? Then think about who can talk about this if you have an interview-based show. Is it guest A or guest B? What stories can I share? Do I have stories related to this specific topic that I can share? Perhaps is your personal experience, is your client's experience, is some, something you have read, you listened to, you heard, or maybe something that you actually have to research because that's also the case. Think of things you want to reference. Is there a specific book, podcast, some of your old episodes, blog posts? a freebie that you may have, things like that that you think are related to the topic of the episode and that will help your listeners take the next step, understand the concept better, take action and take things to the next level. If you use scripts, this is when you would create the script for the episode. And then if you have a co-host or a guest, this is where you coordinate the things with them. With the guest is sending them the questions, asking for details, material, like, I don't know, a headshot or a bio, or if they have a new book you want to cover, you can ask them a copy, an excerpt, or something like that. Okay, now I know you're listening to me, probably with your smartphone, and you may not be in front of a computer. That's why, when you're done with this episode, I want you to open your digital tool of choice and start, write down every single step, and yes, I mean every single step, you think it's part of your podcast pre-production slash planning. Example of steps are having a monthly or quarterly brainstorming session. Focus on episode level things. Come up with topic ideas. Think about pointers, points of discussions, questions. Find stories to mention. Find resources, books, podcasts to reference. If possible, find all podcast episodes to mention a link to. All these steps are things you want to write down. And a tip I would give for this is try to have them organized in a way that makes it easier for you to go through them visually. With Trello, for example, I'm a big fan of a feature called Checklist because I can see everything there point by point. And I can also tick a box when a step has been carried out and it's crossed off the list. So I found that having some visual quote-unquote aid makes it easier for me to really be super efficient, productive, and better leverage the systems I have in place for my podcast. There are some parts of the podcast pre-production that you may outsource to somebody like an assistant. Think of reaching out to potential podcast guests, for example. That's something you can easily have somebody else do. However, before you do that, I would still encourage you to actually write down the steps, everything, 
so that you know what you would like a person to do, how to do it, and when to do it by. And once you have these steps, you can even consider creating an onboarding system. And that can be something as simple as a video or a checklist so that when you bring the assistant on board, you can tell him or her, simply follow the steps you find here. And they don't even have to guess, wonder. They simply follow, okay, step number one, step number two, and so forth. So if you have been thinking about outsourcing, make sure to focus on identifying the different steps that are involved in a specific task first. Outsourcing, by the way, is something that we kind of cover more in depth in upcoming episodes. Once again, the show notes page for today's episode with the links to all the resources, the past episodes I've mentioned can be found over at thepodcastlab.com for slash session 55. Podcast pre-production is only the first step in a five-step podcast workflow process. In the next episode, we're going to look at creating a system for the recording of your episodes, your podcast production. I'm Yanni Lunga, and you've listened to The Podcast Lab.